And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. Before we get started, hey, I wanted to just say thank you. And I want you to understand that the reason why this podcast was created was to show you that no matter what your goals or dreams or desires are, there's a way to make it happen. It really is up to you to figure that out. It is really up to you to do that. So it is in your hands. If you are thinking that it's because of someone else, then you need to rethink the way that you're thinking about it. Okay. Your success is created by you. No one else is going to do the work for you. And that is what I like about this. And I like to have people talk about what they're doing and show you how they did what they did and how they created their success. They may have had some help along the way. They may have gotten someone to help them push in the right direction, but they had to do the work. Currently on TikTok, I have 21,000 followers and I never thought that I'd have that many. Instagram has been kind of a slow grower for me. I've got about 2,600 on there and that was where I was putting all my eggs in that basket. Excuse me with the cough here. Um, the interesting thing about this whole situation is the fact that if you don't put in the work, nothing's going to happen. I quit TikTok for about three months and then started doing it again. And all of a sudden, stuff was clicking. Stuff was pushing. Now, I had someone, I had a video that went viral talking about my age. Um, and some people just started going after me and making fun of me and saying that I was way older than I looked and this and that. Anyway, it was personal attacking me, really took it to heart and realized that I can't control how they talk to me or talk about me, but I can control how I react to what they do. And that has been super helpful. Um, I recently interviewed a friend of mine that I grew up in high school with, and he was on Forged and Fire. Um, a, it's, a, it's a blacksmith uh, reality competition show. And it was really cool to talk to him about it. I posted the video on YouTube, and I got a comment that was a very, very long comment. Um, and I just, I wanted to address it. I wanted to talk about it because it's a very, very good detailed comment. So I'm going to read the comment and then I'm going to break it down how I feel about things and, and what I think and what I took away from it. And, um, I've read it a couple times and it, it really hit home with some things about questions that I had for Emilio and people's expectations of what other people owe them, which no one really owes anyone anything. And I think the biggest thing that we always do is we always try to give with expectation that we're going to get something in return and you need to learn to give selflessly. Um, if you follow me on TikTok, you know, I talk about that a lot and that that's just the way it is. People giving without expecting something else are the people who are the happiest. When you expect something else and you don't get any return, then you end up having problems. So I'm going to read this letter and then I'm going to break it down a little bit because I think it was a really great letter from uh, the individual who posted it. Um, it said, Wes, thanks for sharing the interview with the insightful interview with Emilio. This is a side of him that many followers don't get to see on Instagram. I had a conversation with him last night about Forge and Fire episode and had many of the same questions and comments that you had. It's funny and comforting that I was not alone in my thoughts and observations about what happened during the episode. I appreciate your perspective, success as a personal responsibility, and Emilio is a shining example of someone who charts his path and bears the burden of following it. More accurately, he picks a direction and plows forward laboriously and without expectations of accommodation from an indifferent world. That can be disheartening, but you never hear it from Emilio. I'd like to address the opposite side of the experience. 
the expectation amongst the indifferent, those of us who care and want to help someone navigate their path. We might be called patrons or customers. I'm, I'm not familiar with your podcast, but I wonder if there is something that you might explore further, particularly when interviewing successful people and entrepreneurial aspirations. As them, ask them what they expect and hope for a good customer. Most of us wouldn't know what makes a good buyer in a general commerce. It's bound to be different for people like Emilio who apply creative energy to traditionally core skills set like that of a blacksmith and while maintaining a full-time job and benefits and stability for his family. I'm curious to hear from people who successfully made the transition from those comp competing comment commitments and how their customer base has contributed, contributed or inhibited their process. I have personal philosophy regarding how I engage, <coughs> excuse me, how I engage with creative people who make things that I'd like to own, but the patronage alone has never launched a single career, at least that I'm aware of. I'm not wealthy by most definitions, so I have my own limits, accept what I cannot afford and never try to convince an artist or builder to subsidize my insufficiencies by lowering their value of their labor. When I can't afford to purchase something that they offer, I try to stay in touch and provide a supportive provide support in other ways, positive encourage, positive encouragement, promotion, shout outs. Even if my platform is small, gifting of my service or materials, if I have something that is useful. Most importantly, these methods of support must be done without any expectation of reciprocation. Otherwise, you're just creating a form of debt that is helpful to no one. I would appreciate any additional advice that you could give help on consumer support and encourage craftsmen as they work to build healthy businesses out of their labor they love. So this is really important to me, and I'm sorry if you if you got lost in that message, but the fact of the matter is, is that, like we talked about before, giving without expectation. Um, you know, oftentimes people think that the best way to support someone is to purchase something from them, okay? And I don't necessarily believe that, and I don't agree with that. Um, with podcasting, for example, or TikTok or Instagram or whatever it is, the best way to help someone is to help them get their name out there, to help them build a customer base. Because in reality, what you are listening to this episode is a customer of mine. You don't pay to listen to it, but you are a person who helps me to grow what I'm trying to do. By subscribing to the show, by subscribing to my YouTube channel, by following me on TikTok, by following me on Instagram, by commenting, by sharing what I do, that is the cheapest form of positive encouragement that you can give someone. Now, there may be a point in time where you can afford to purchase something. You know, um, I recently started selling t-shirts. I recently started selling hats. I try to bring them out of a very low cost so that you can afford them. But you don't have to buy those things in order to be supportive to a creator, to someone who is doing what I do, someone who is doing what Emilio does, okay? Um, if you've watched Forged and Fire, you understand that it is a, not an easy job. They give them five hours to do something that most blacksmiths spend hours and hours upon doing. Now, if you think about what your hourly rate is and your expectation is, is that someone is going to spend five hours building you a knife that actually takes 24 hours of labor. And then you multiply that by your wage which is probably low because the labor that is involved in it is much more. It's not going to be what you think it is. So when someone asks you a price on something, 
and they tell you what it is and that you can't quite afford it, then you need to understand that they have value on what they're doing. Um, a lot of times people will say, well, that's too much. That's too high. Come down. Discount it. Bring it down. You're just trying to make money off of me. And that's not really what it is. And I haven't come across, I mean, there are people who actually are trying to make money, but I haven't come across people in my personal life, maybe once or twice, that are trying to rip someone off. Okay. So understand that, you know, Emilio made a comment about the fact that someone asked him, I don't know if it was off camera or on camera, but someone had asked him to make a sword and, um, and he said, well, how much do you have to spend on it? Because you really need to get that expectation of what it's going to cost to do that. And the amount of time building to build a sword spent to build a sword is way more than, you know, what you would think. The person isn't going to spend five hours building that sword. And there's a lot of costs that are included in that. So you got to think about that. And when the person who was asking for it said like $50, it started to think, you started to think about like, well, you could spend $50 in material, but you don't understand that and you don't know. And so you're valuing something at what you think it should be, but you have no idea really what it should cost you. So one of the things that I could say is like, if you're trying to purchase someone from a customer, something from a customer, do your research first, find out exactly how much it's going to be, especially this custom made stuff. You could go look for a epoxy river table and see what people are charging for it and find a medium in there, median in there and understand that this is what it could cost you. You're paying for quality and craftsmanship from someone who is doing something that they love to do and you're taking value away from them. I'll share an experience that I had with you as a salesman because I am, I sell window coverings during the day and I walked into a house one time and a patron expected me to quote out their stuff, which I normally do. And I gave them a price and I did what we normally do. I priced it where we were. I explained to them about our lifetime warranty, our free installation, and that we take care of everything and we have the best service in town. At that point, I gave her the price. The price might have been more than what they were expecting because most people don't understand that window coverings are crazy. I mean, it took me three or four months before I decided to stop getting shocked every time I quoted out a house because um, people don't understand it's the last thing they look for. So she purchased it from me. She didn't say anything about it. The next time that I came back to the person's house, the person was there. They were looking for more window coverings, and they had a designer with them. Now, the designer is not paid by me. They're paid by the person who is purchasing the product. And we went through, and I spent my hour and a half working with them, figuring out different things for different rooms. And that person got the same quote from me. I gave them the same pricing. I did everything that I did before in the previous purchase as the designer was standing back there and telling me that I needed to give the person a bigger discount. I do not tell people to discount their service for me. Why would this person tell me to discount my service for another individual? And I think that the entitlement situation that has incurred here in this world, that everyone owes us something is ridiculous. I don't think that you understand what it takes when you are telling someone to discount their services, no matter what it may be, what it entails to pay for that service that you are providing. Because all you see is the cost of the product and you don't see what it cost us. You don't see what the profit is to be had. You don't know what it costs to pay the installer. You don't know what it costs in fuel to get that installer there. You don't know what it costs 
to pay the person who takes it off the box off the off the truck to help put it where it needs to go to schedule it to do all the outside things that you don't see all you see is someone coming into your house and telling you this is how much it's going to be so that is my thoughts on that think about that before you tell someone you want to discount their services think about what it costs you know i've had customers who have purchased something from me i have placed the order and three weeks later have called me back and said they would like to cancel the order but do not feel that they're responsible for paying for the product although we've already paid for the product and i don't understand that i don't understand where the disconnect is is that you feel entitled to get something for nothing manufacturers and people do not give you things for free you have to pay for them and so that's the hard part i just i want you to understand that so the long story of this whole this whole situation is the fact of the matter is is that if someone is providing you with a service do your research find out what it costs if you want to support a creator such as myself like a podcaster or a um, Instagrammer or a TikToker or whatever, the best thing that you can do is spread the word, is subscribe. You may not watch YouTube, but your subscription to the YouTube channel, you may not, you don't have to watch the video. It helps, right? It's all about watch time. So the longer you watch something, the more it counts towards those analytics that they're trying to build. Um, you may see someone, you see my videos. You may think that I'm killing it because you see my videos all the time and I'm all over the place. That doesn't necessarily mean that my podcast is successful. It's successful in my eyes because I'm doing the thing that I love. I'm helping other people grow. I'm helping other people become successful. But it doesn't get the numbers that I want it to get, but it will. And I'm willing to take that risk to continue doing it, to pursue my goal of doing this for a living, helping other people, building other people up, coaching other people, teaching other people how to be successful. And so that, that in a nutshell is what it is. So if you don't have money, that's fine. If you can't buy a shirt, if you can't buy hats, if you can't buy stickers, that's fine. If you can't buy a knife from Emilio, that's fine. But when you see him doing something, his labor of love, and you know that he's trying to get his name out there, share the post, comment, subscribe to his YouTube channel, subscribe to his Facebook page, subscribe to his Instagram, subscribe to his TikTok, and then interact with him when you see it. But don't think that just because someone is doing something that they love, that they're killing it. And that's, that's really it. Understand that we need your help to be successful too. And I would do anything to help you, and that's kind of what this is about. I, I feel like I'm serving people by sharing my thoughts and my promises and my situation and, my, and the way that I do things because in my mind, I'm successful. And that's what it's all about. Success is created and generated by you. Think about that. You. You have to do it. You can listen to whatever book you want. You can listen to my podcast until you're blue in the face. I don't have all the answers. But I do talk to people who have done it. And they know how to do it. And they can tell you how to do it. But you have to do it. So I hope that this was eventful for you or helpful for you in searching for your success and understanding where things come from. But remember not to ask someone to discount something that they love doing.
and don't think that you can't help if you don't have money because money's not the answer. It's free to get on your phone and subscribe to a podcast. It's free to leave a review. It's free to comment on posts. It's free to share them. And it is helpful because it helps other people see it. Well, I hope that this finds you in a good time. Until next time, I challenge you to find the shape of your success.